Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I will keep this brief so that we can get right back into the hunt for Gadrin Lamb. The last of our character art is now up on Tumblr. That's Damien and the two identities of Ophelia. We are also going to be adding chibi versions of all four as soon as they are done. Again, shout out to Tyler Strand for some truly amazing art. And one more shout out to Sirenscape for being a great program that helps set the tone for our game so well. They aren't a sponsor, but we love them dearly. As I said, I'm keeping it short, so let's get right back into Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. Previously on Curse of the Crimson Throne, our heroes ventured into an old fishery run by Gadrin Lamb. Oh, I, I broke my lockpick. I'm so sorry. But what they found there was darker than they might have expected. Q. They've captured kids. Cue sound effect of uh of a kid being cracked over the head with a flail. Yeah. Yikes. Mr. Giggles Bastard Man. Giggles Bastard Man. Yes. Mr. Giggles, I have a feat that specifically allows me to use flails to deal non-lethal damage so I can beat my child slaves, Bastard Man. Yep, that's him. He's dead now. He's dead now. Stabbed to death by children, as as you should be. Yes. Hopefully he will go straight to hell where he will continue to be stabbed by lots of things. And maybe we'll roll out the old penis flattener. Uh, so, so before we get a little bit further into this, uh, I realized that at the start of the campaign, I didn't give some necessary background oh. uh, on, on the city here. Okay. So let me give you like a little bit of background on the city. Okay. The city of Corvosa was founded in 4407 All right. uh, when the Empire of Cheliax expanded north into Varicia. Here, the Chelaxians found a Shawanti tribe living around an immense pyramid on the shores of a deep bay. Oh. A perfect site for a city. Uh-huh. Much bloodshed eventually left the Shawanti defeated, driven back into the harsh cinderlands. Ouch. Yet, as Corvosa flourished... Few bothered to ask why the Shawanti had dwelt here. Mm. They constructed a castle atop the pyramid, a marker of their victory over the Shawanti, which now is referred to as Castle Corvosa, after the man who settled the area, whose name was something Corvosa. Bastard man Corvosa. Bastard man Corvosa. Started a, and, a proud lineage here. And, well, he didn't exactly start a lineage at all. Oh, because you see no one who has sat upon the Crimson Throne has died of old age or produced an heir. And this has given rise to what is now known as the curse of the Crimson Throne. Ah, you know, after hearing about how they chased the native peoples out of here and how there was a lot of bloodshed, I'm kind of low key hoping that there was somebody who was like, yeah, because you're a bunch of horrible imperialists and you've ruined all of these innocent people's lives because you wanted this place for your own gain. We're going to make sure that you never get the chance to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Sort of hoping um, for that. Yeah. And yeah, there's 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 some rumors that suggest that it might be some sort of ancient Shawanti magic um, that has caused the curse of the Crimson Throne. Um but, oh, I'm hoping it's totally modern magic <laughs> done by done by some very pissed off people. Um, yeah, these days uh, there there is sort of a push among the Shawanti to uh, establish their own place within Corvosa. Mm -hmm. um, 
there there was a long time where the Shawanti were just straight up pushed out. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were skirmishes where, where Shawanti tried to take back the city uh, when it was newly formed. Eventually, they sort of gave up on that. And these days, they've decided that, oh, I guess we'll play your, quote, civilized game. Yeah. And um, live in your city, quote, yeah. <laughs> uh, unquote. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, yes. I, I detect the, uh, the heavy disdain that is well-deserved. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and, and so these days, uh, there's advocacy for the rights of the Shawanti to live here and not be pushed out by, uh, the Chalaxians. But, you know, the city didn't gain the nickname Little Cheliax without reason. Yeah. It strongly adheres to the rule of law and the rule of law sort of at the expense of the people sometimes. Yeah. yeah. For instance, as long as you pay your vice taxes, you can do whatever you want. But yeah, the city is, you know, it's not the most, you might say moral. Yeah. It seems pretty <laughs> corrupt. Yeah. And this, and this sort of there, there's, there's very little rights for the people here. There's sort of a, a emphasis placed upon a need to be Treated as a serious city. Uh-huh. This sort of like suffuses everything about Corvosa. We want Cheliacs to respect us. Yeah. Um, but we're not Cheliacs. We're not Cheliacs. We're better than Cheliacs. Take us seriously. So anyway. Anyway. The current reigning monarch is a man named King Eodred Arabasti II. Uh-huh. And he has reigned for quite a while. But as this adventure is beginning, the king is not well. Oh. And a tension hangs over the city. But more on that later. Yes. For now. Back, speaking of morons. <laughs> for now, we find ourselves still in the lair of Gadron Lamb. Killing a bunch of morons. An old fishery abandoned some time ago, now populated by this operation that you find yourself dismantling at the time. You have just killed one of his lackeys. Well, two of his lackeys, actually. You killed um, uh, a man named Giggles and a man whose name I don't believe you got. Yeah. Uh, we colors. His name is We Color Sprayed You and then Stabbed You to Death. Yes. So, how would you like to continue? All right. Well, um, I can see some kids down here. Does it look like they're doing anything in particular? Now, from where you're standing specifically, I don't believe you would be able to see the kids. Um, you can see them on the map here because it's hard to get elevations. Uh, um, but but uh, you would you would have heard them moving about. Okay. I believe. Okay. You can't really see them from where you are. All right. Um. Well, everybody's gonna line up. And we're going to go in through this door up here, this door that goes from the catwalk um, into the next room. Uh, Lenore is a bit tired. She doesn't have a lot of blood rage left, but um, we're just going to line up. And this our order going into the room here will be Lenore, Unia, Siren, Damien. Okay. 
So, we open the door. We get on the floor. Oh, there are kiddos here. So, as you open the door, you see a kid with a with a pitchfork in hand, sort of like shaking at the knees, looking at you. And the kid would take a step back. Lenore gives the kid a tired smile um, and holds up her bloody faux shard and says, We're killing the people who are keeping you here. You want to help? Give me a diplomacy check. You can you can have anybody among the party aid All right. by adding anything that you, that you like. Uh, Ophelia will probably aid. Uh, Lenore is not the party face. She's just the party chopper. Um, she's the party front. <laughs> no, she's the party front. Uh, all right, so that's a plus two for her. And then Lenore has rolled a total of 21. Hey. Oh and Ophelia, uh, in her siren persona, will help. She has a plus seven. So let me roll that. And Oph- and uh, Siren successfully aids with a four for a total of 11. So the, the total diplomacy check there is 23. So with a total of 23, the kid would sort of throw down his pitchfork and go to open this door over here. Sort of like he sort of he sort of quickly as, as you're coming in the door like very scared looking at you not sure what to do kind of kind of frantically goes toward the door uh-huh. does not want to fight you yeah doesn't know what else to do opens the door and is going to try to run boop, 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 boop. well I hope he makes it yep I'm and just these, gonna these kids over here are also going to run yeah I'm just gonna bring I'm gonna start bringing the characters into the room here okay uh and then, uh, actually, this 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 would be the kid down here that sticks around. And this kid is sort of, like, looking at you. Um, if anyone is giving me a perception or a sense motive as to why the kid is staying. Yes. Uh, let me see um, if anybody is good at sense motive. Uh, um, you could either do perception or sense motive. Um, okay. As there's two. The, diff- the DCs are different, but... Uh, All right. Well... Uh, Unia has a uh, plus four modifier to both, so I was going to have them roll, uh, which is the more efficient... Do I know which is the more efficient no, option? No, you don't know which is All right, I am going to do a sense motive check then. Oh, a 17 for a total of 21. With a 17, you would notice that the kid's eyes are, are fixated on the second person in line. Unia. And you would note that as you guys move into the room, he reaches into his pocket and he goes, You're the one that he told me about. Are you here to save me? Yunia looks around at the other three, a little confused. Child, are you talking to me specifically? Yes, you're Yunia. That's correct. Who told you about me? Aradin told me. Yes, child. I'm here to save you. He told me that Unia would come and that you would have a scar on your face. It seems that Eredin has gifted you with the gift of prophecy. And the kid reaches into a pocket and pulls out this like little carved piece of driftwood that seems to be carved into a shape much like your holy symbol. 
it is a relief to see that even in these turbulent times, some prophecies still hold weight. He said you would be here. My name's Kester. Kester. He said that you would save me, that you had to. It was important. Yes, child. I am here to save you. And at about that time, there is a splash from the pond next to you. But who's gonna save you? (laughs) Coming up out of this tank of fishy slurry, you see... (laughs) You see... Actually, it would have moved to here by now. Um, You see this gnome that just reaches out of the water and is going to stab at Unia. Oh no! Um, my flat-footed AC is 15. Roll for initiative here. Ah, yes. Alright, Damien! Yeah! So, 9.09 for Lenore? 9.03 for Lenore. 9.03, yeah. Yeah. For Ophelia, that would be a 15.04. Unia has a zero modifier to their initiative. As this kid is talking to you, this gnome just jumps out of this slurry and you can see you can see as he's jumping out he spits a straw off to the side Ugh. like a little reed <laughs> that's so gross where he's just been hiding in this water and he is going to attack at Unia 21 versus your flat footed AC that'll hit for 9 points of damage oh my gosh <laughs> Oh, not quite a critical threat. No, uh, Unia, Unia just got freaking stabbed. They stagger back. They are not looking good. And out from under a table, rimmed by a very long tablecloth, you hear a like as this dog comes out to bite at Lenore. All right, Lenore has a also has a flat-footed AC of fifteen. Gosh. You are rolling really well. Yeah, I'm rolling pretty good. <laughs> Three points of damage to Lenore. All right. And now we are in initiative order. Yeah, I see um, that this uh, gnome gentleman's name is Hookshanks Gruller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which sounds like a Dark Souls boss name, if you ask me. Mm. All right. So the orphan's gone. And Hookshanks has stabbed at you for the surprise round. Uh, has successfully stabbed me. Um. Um. Okay. Uh, so, so essentially, uh, just to let you know uh, what the what the deal was, there was going to be a sense motive, which was largely based on his stealth, which was to note the kid looking at his spot. Oh. Okay. And I did not roll high enough for that. All right. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, no, when he came out, I figured I was like, oh, Raina's rolled something in the background and my characters failed. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, Surprise round is over. Damien. Yeah. Neat. Uh, well, Damien can't do anything to heal Unia, so we are just gonna... I am going to take a five foot step back uh, so that I can fire from range. 
because Damien does not have any close range options yet. Level one. Uh, and I am going to attempt to spell combat. All right. So that's a minus two to both rolls. Um, my my uh, ammunition is still charged from the um, Arcana I did earlier, okay. right? How long does that last? It lasts a minute, right? Yeah, I think so. No, oh, right, you would no. need to charge it okay, again. Okay, okay. We're going to swift action Arcana, charge that up again. So we're down to two arcane pool points. Um, and... Oh, while you're doing that, allow me to describe the room. Oh, yes. The stink in this room, a mixture of fish and sweat, is enough to make the eyes water. To the east, a large wooden trough holds a hideous mound of half-rancid fish, seaweed, and brine. Filthy river water and fish blood stain the floor around this trough. A pair of wooden chutes lead from this trough through holes in the eastern wall into a much larger room beyond, which you just came from. Uh, to the west, a desk and chair sit in a corner while a tall cabinet sits in the other. I have rolled some attack rolls. Um, for the throwing card, uh, I have rolled a total of 20. And for the acid splash, I have rolled four against touch. Oof. Uh, yeah, four against touch, not going to quite do it. All right. But the first one will hit. Okay. Three points of damage. Proud of you, Damien. As, as you, as you sort of throw a card into the fishy slurry, hitting the body of Hookshanks. <laughs> yeah. Or you embed a card in his head or something. Yeah. It, it, it nicks his ear. <laughs> Doing okay. three points of damage. The dog shall respond. Okay. Still uh, flat-footed AC. Uh, Lenore's got a 15. Uh, nine against AC. That doesn't hit. All right. Siren now. Can I jump into the fish slurry? Yeah, it's a, it's just a it's just a move. Um, okay, we'll we'll. It's difficult terrain. Okay. Um, and I would say that you would need an acrobatics check to stand upright in it. Okay. Or swim check. <laughs> Depending on how you're maintaining your positioning. Okay. Okay. Um, will Unia count as flanking even though they haven't gone in combat yet? Well. Are you threatening if you haven't acted in comp? No. You so could Ophelia, move and hold an attack. Yeah, yeah. She's going to move in here into the slurry pit. Ooh, that would provoke an attack of opportunity. You can roll acrobatics to try yeah, to avoid Yeah, and it. we're going to roll acrobatics uh, to see if we can avoid that attack of opportunity. So that's with a plus six. 18. You do not take an attack of opportunity. As essentially you, you, you flip into this fishy, just ugh, that you find yourself in. And the gnome takes a swipe at you and just misses cutting into some some slurried fish below, releasing just a little bit more stank. Yuck. Um, okay, so for Unia's turn, uh, they are going to um, pull out. Uh, oh, do, wait, are you, are you attacking? Uh, I'm going to hold. Oh, uh, I'm going to hold for... until Unia's acted. So then they are threatening. So Unia is going to drink one of the potions that they grabbed downstairs. Great. <laughs> uh, so R1D8 plus one. Eight points of damage. Hey, they are looking in much better shape now. Uh, and <laughs> Ophelia looks at them and is like, you good? <laughs> uh, Unia nods and Ophelia is going to go for the stabs on Hookshank's Scroller. Um... 
So uh, with a plus two to attack with the dueling sword. Ah, total oh, of also, eight. Also, I should mention that if you're moving through this area, it does look quite slippery. Okay. You already succeeded on the only uh, acrobatics check needed for the area, though. Well, I rolled the two uh, on die, so Ophelia doesn't hit. And okay. uh, Unia used their full round to pull out a potion and drink it. So yep. that's that's their that's their round. Um, Lenore is going to ignore the dog for now. Uh, question: If Lenore is using a reach weapon to attack Hookshank Scrawler, um, does Ophelia count as flanking from where they are standing right here? Well, um, flanking is determined by if you can pass an, a line through two parallel uh, surfaces. Uh, now, from where she is, no. No, because because uh, a, a line drawn from the center of her square to the center of Ophelia's square does not pass through two parallel sides. It passes through uh, two perpendicular ones. Okay. So, no. Um. Unia's square flanks. If you move to here, you would flank. Oh, would I be able to reach Hookshanks from there? Um, Around Unia? Yeah. Yeah, you have a reach weapon, so yeah. Cool. I'm going to do that. Regardless of anything that, that, uh, attack, that the game might tell you, um... Using a reach weapon to go over the shoulder of one of your allies. Very good strategy. Yeah. It's one of the core strategies that I was trained on when I used to fight uh, with somebody who used a reach weapon. Yeah. Lenore is not blood raging right now because she only has the one round of blood rage left. Uh, so we are going to take advantage of the spicy, spicy plus two bonus. And we're going to roll a 1d20 plus six to see if she hits. A17 for a total of 23. Oof. Yeah, that'll that'll fucking hit. Ah, three for a total of seven. Okay. So Hookshank Scroller has taken a total of ten damage. And with that, you you would note like blood sort of pooling in the fish substance around him. Uh, he's looking quite bad. Um, <laughs> he's going to move to here, uh, making an acrobatics check to not fall, and also an acro two separate acrobatics checks: one to not fall and one to avoid an attack of opportunity. Unia's CMD is eleven. All right. Um, oh, actually, he is not moving more than half his speed, so he just makes one to avoid attacks of opportunity from Siren and Unia. Ophelia's CMD is 13, and Unia's CMD is 11. Yeah, I got a three. Okay. You're going to take two spicy attacks of opportunity. Yeah. Uh, do I still get flanking bonus or no? Um, They would have resolved while he was in the square, so yeah. Okay, so this one is Ophelia's or Siren's. Uh, 16? Just hits. All right. Uh, and because she's flanking, she gets an extra 1d4 damage. Oh, fuck. Uh, so, uh, this is 1d8 minus 1 plus 1d4. Siren does 8 points of damage. And with 8 points of damage, you knock the wind out of him. You note, uh, blood is now pooling out from, uh, how have you stabbed him? Oh, Siren stabbed him in the kidney. Yeah, you would note, you would note this pallor just go over his face. There is this subtle desaturation of all of his features as just the, he's not going down yet, but it seems that you have dealt him quite a wound. All right, and now it's Unia's attack of opportunity. Oh, as he's moving, you will note that he makes some like barking sounds at the dog. <laughs> okay, uh, Unia only has a plus three. They are not very good at attacking things yet. But they rolled a 17. Uh, Unia is going to attack with their Falcata. 
Ouch. And that does 1d8 plus 1. For two damage. <laughs> and with two damage, he goes unconscious. <laughs> and he is now bleeding out. Damien, there's a dog that, that is gra- that you watched. You watched as Hookshanks here stabbed at Unia uh, and then proceeded to try to get out of this water to not be flanked. While making barking noises at the dog, the dark the dog is barking something back, as if they were communicating. Huh. Um. Yeah. Uh. Damien's just gonna uh step into the room here, uh, and keep an eye on gnome guy to make sure he dies. Okay. Would you like to expedite the process, or are you yes. just okay? He is unconscious, helpless. Yep. Five foot step, full around action. Yeah, you can uh could grass. Yeah. Um so I, I guess I could grass with my uh chakram, uh okay. which auto crits. That's a double. So that uh does two D eight damage. Uh so let me roll that plus zero because Damien has a noodle arm. Okay. Fourteen damage. And I make a fort save, yeah? Yeah, if you aren't already brought to your negative con mod oh, by actually, 14 points of damage. I believe, I believe that will... Yeah, that'll kill him. Damien comes into the room and um, slits this guy's throat. And he watches the blood intermingles with this rancid water. And then Damien realizes what he's done and I'm going to have him make a fort save so he doesn't mm. throw up. Um... All right, he has a plus three. Ah, natural 20. Managed to hold um, it. So the dog... He's shaking a little bit, though. Having seen Hookshanks go down, is going to... Doesn't hear anything back. The dog is going to run. Yeah, I'm just going to let it run. I'm not going to attack it as it runs away. Yeah, the, and the dog, you see, just, just quickly runs out into the streets somewhere beyond. You can't get me this time, Paizo. I'm not killing the dog. And with that... We are out of initiative. Alrighty. You will find yourself in a room. All right. Yunia is going to go over to Kester. Child, why are you still here? I'm supposed to watch you. For Aradin. Well? He said you're important. That is good to know. However, we are in the process of fighting and killing some very bad people. Yes. And I think it would be very dangerous for you to continue to stay here. Uh, I can go if you want me to. Where should I go? Um. This is where we've been living, so I don't really have another place to go. (laughs) Unia kind of looks around at everybody else like, who put me in charge of this child? Somebody help me. <laughs> Lenore's gonna come back in, having watched the dog run away and the kids leave. Uh, Damien's gonna come uh, into the room. Ophelia's gonna climb out of the slime pit. Um, just smelling of fish and uh, just nasty, nasty fish, fish smell. Yeah, uh, like he, three day old fish. Maybe they can sort of they can uh, they can all sort of hear Ophelia going, "Oh, oh no, I." I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Oh, no, that's that's not good. That's not good. Nope. <laughs> mm. um, Lenore's going to kind of take over. Unia looks a little at sea. Um, no pun intended with the fish uh. smells. Um, and uh, she's going to go over to Kester. You know, wipe her, wipe her bloody hands off on her pants. Um, 
and hold them out to the kid. Um, just say, look, I'm sure we can find a place that's safer for you to stay than right here next to the fish pit and the dead bodies. Um, do you want to come into this office over here? I can do that. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. Aridin said to do what you say. Uh, okay, okay. He said there'd be a person named Unia. Well? And they would help me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the door! The door here is actually hanging open. Oh, already. okay. So um, Unia, Unia sort of leads everybody into kid, this room. Kid pops up into this chair and sort of watches his feet kind of dangle a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, she's uh, Lenore, just about to gesture for the kid to take a seat. Do, um, do, do starts. This kid, like, does not seem all that phased by what's happened so far. Damien is, uh, can, can somebody like check over the kid? Uni is going to check over the kid. They have a plus four to heal just to see if the kid is okay. A total of 14. Does Kester seem injured? Seems, uh, seems, seems mostly okay. Um, you notice a slight dilation of the pupils. Um, but you know, it's not, not like huge. Okay. Is there anything of note in this room for looting later? Oh, boy. Hold on. Let's go through the room. (laughs) So, first of all, uh, on Hookshanks, you know. Oh, yes. Notable one. Yes. You will find studded leather armor, a masterwork cookery. Oh. A disguise kit, a key, uh, and seven gold. Mmm. We are getting a nice, healthy little pile of gold here. You will also find... Uh, taking 20 to search the room, I assume. Yeah. Um, there is a locked cabinet over here. All right. Give me a perception check, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. 18 for a total of 22. All right. Um, you will note that the key seems to match one of the ones that you got off the first guy. Ah, all right. Uh, let's stick that key into the lockbox. <laughs> is it the brass key or the iron key? I just want it's to mark one of it off. them. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> It's the iron key. All right. There we go. I had to look it up. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Inside this cabinet, you find six small pouches, Ooh. four of which contain 50 copper each. Oh, okay. 200 copper. 200 copper. And two of which contain 50 silver each. Ah, we are getting a nice little pile of money here. Yep. Um, uh, You would also note in the desk, there seems to be a jumble of coins. Uh, I don't have a specified amount. It's petty cash. Um, Is it petty cash or pretty cash? Petty cash. Dang it's, it. It's so, it's so petty. Oh, my gosh. This uh. cash really doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kester would just sort of sit here and go, so are you going to save all the lambs? Lambs. That's us. That's what G- Gajan calls us. Uh, We're lambs, lambs. Unia's face goes blanker than usual, and Lenore actively grimaces. Um, it's hard to tell what face Siren is making behind her mask, but uh, Damien also sort of makes uh, a disgusted noise. 
Lenore, Lenore sort of speaks up. That's not as cute as you think it is, kid. Well, it's just what he calls us. Yeah. Uh, we've been working for him for, I've been working for him for a few months now. A few months? Yeah. Well, he gives us a place to sleep, which is good because no one else does. Child, Unia speaks up again. Were you taken from someone? No. I've been alone for a long time, until Eridan came to me. But I was told I had a child to save here. I don't know. Eridan did save, say you would save me, but I had to be here. Otherwise, I wouldn't have seen you. I, I'm... I came here. He said, he, could, he said there was work here, and Eridan said that, that I should be here. I'm sorry. I thought you were taken... I thought you were kidnapped. Oh. You are an orphan. Yeah. We're all orphans here. That's why we're here. We don't have anywhere else to go. Lenore sort of sighs heavily, and it's obvious that her something is, is bothering her quite a bit, and she's trying to find a way to articulate it well for the kid. Um See see we came we come here because Gadrin pays us to go out and get money uh, from the markets and such. Uh, and we bring the money here and he and he, he lets us keep some of it. And in turn, we get a place to sleep. So. Uh, and then he gives us food, too. He gives and, us. And he and he has people beat you over the head if you do something wrong. Well, it's only if we do something wrong, though. As kids, as you- kids shouldn't be beaten over the head. I, I don't know. I. <sighs> Sorry, kid. I'm not. I'm not mad at uh, you. I'm not mad at you. Okay. You didn't do anything wrong. Okay. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the people who put you here, and who told you that this was a good deal, and who made you think that mm. whatever fate you're gonna meet here is better than whatever you were gonna meet elsewhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have enough food. We always have enough food here. It's not good food. It's just, um, it's just, um, you know, the, uh, the dock biscuits. Um, there's not a good way to ask this. Do some of the orphans who end up here have family members, parents, uh, People who take care of them. Doc dumplings is what they actually get. Doc dumplings. Yeah. Good freaking lord. Do the kids who end up here, do they have parents or people who take care of them who Um, end up dying shortly before they come here? uh, I don't know. Um... There's uh there's Billy he works he works on in the in the other room, uh he he said he his he came here because his parents were sick, um and they needed money uh and and uh then they they died a few a few months ago, um but I don't think I know most of us we we were just looking around some of the people here were my friends, and uh you know everyone's heard that Gadrin Gadrin takes care of kids here. And uh, so some of us just came here. If we're really good, he gives us sweets. And we always have a place to sleep, which is better than, you know, the rest of the city. Well, you're not going to have to stay here. I have a pretty empty house these days. 
if you and the other kids want to come stay. Okay. Um, I can show you where it is. Do you want us this. to bring your money like we do for Mr. Lamb? Absolutely not. No. Any money you make, you get to keep. We'll, we'll just, we'll just, uh, we could do that. Where do you live? Uh, I'll, I'll show you later. Are you gonna find Mr. Lamb? Yeah, we're gonna find Mr. Lamb. Okay. Um. Um. So I'll wait here then. Um, uh, Ophelia sort of, uh, hops up on the table, uh, sort to sit on it, um, and looks down at the kid and swings her feet a little bit, uh, like the kid is doing. Hey, it'll be okay. You'll see. We're gonna get you out of here. We're gonna get rid of the people who've been making sure that your life is bad and you don't know anything better. And, and it's gonna be okay. You're, you're good people, right? Most of us are good people. Okay. You know, um, haven't really had a lot of choice lately. Well, I mean, I'm sure that if you don't want to stay with Lenore, it's very nice of her to offer that, by the way. Uh, Yunia sort of scowls in the back. <laughs> I can do that, though. Uh, no, it's, I, I don't have a problem with staying with Lenore. She seems nice. Child, you can stay with me if you want. After all, I am supposed to take care of you according to Eridan's prophecy. <laughs> Where do you live? I live in a hospital for now. Ah, it's complicated. Where's the. Uh, are you living in a, a hospital? Uh, run Where? by the Church of Abadar. Oh, I, I'm not supposed to go near the Church of Abadar. I will make sure the Church of Abadar allows you access. My mum used to say the Church of Abadar didn't like people like us. The Church of Abadar does not like very many people at all. They, my mums used to tell me that we didn't have enough money for the Church of Abadar to like us. As followers of Eridan, we will find our refuge. Okay. Worry not. Well, so he sort of looks back to Lenore. But you have a house. <sighs> Is it a big house? Not really. Uh... But there's, you know, there's a spare room. Um, it wasn't always going to be a spare room, but yeah. Uh, I've never had my own room before. Well, uh, I mean, <sighs> Unia, do you want to come and live at my place? <laughs> we can talk about this later, can we not? Yeah. We have a child slaver to kill. No, 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 we're not slaves. He pays us. You are slaves because you have no other choice than to be here. Well, we have a choice. We could have left. Leave and die. Oh, yeah. Or stay and work under his boot. That's hardly a choice. Okay. Well, I'll just wait here. I can make some drawings. I like to make drawings. Yes. Impress us with your artistic merit, child. Okay. Is there anything beyond this door? Uh, I, uh, Siren sort of raises her hand. Uh, I think that was the kid's bedroom? No, we sleep in the big room. We've got little hammocks we can put up under the stairs. Oh, then that's probably, like, Gadrigan's bedroom? There's probably loot in there. Uh, Ophelia's gonna go over and try to open up this door. And you would open the door, and there's basically just bunks here. 
Uh-huh. There's three bunks that seem to have been in use and one that seems to be uh, empty. Okay. Um, and you would note, searching the room, there are no valuables in here. All right. It's basically just, just sleeping quarters for three people. Potentially four, but currently three. Yeah, potentially four, but currently three. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not interested in taking any maybe, soil maybe bedding. The, yeah, uh. yeah. <laughs> Unwashed bed sheets. Yeah. If you want them. No, thank you. <laughs> not particularly valuable bed sheets. Not <laughs> not bed rolls suited for camping or anything. Just like straw mattresses. Yeah, I'm not interested in taking any of that. No coins hidden in the mattresses or. Um, give me a perception check. All right. Uh, Unia will percept. Thirteen. Um, yeah, with a thirteen, you would find uh, what is essentially a shiv, like, <laughs> stuffed in, like, stuffed in below the pillow. Okay. Ophelia. It's a little more, it's a little more than, a, like, a, like, a filed down piece of metal. Uh, Siren is going to grab the shiv, uh, come back out and hand it to the kid. Seems that seems that um uh, somebody had this as a uh, as a contingency plan. Yeah, Ophelia is gonna size for a small creature. Yes. Uh, so um, uh, Siren is gonna come out and hand the shiv to Kester. This is just in case somebody comes and tries to hurt you while we're gone. Please don't try to shiv us. Okay, I wouldn't try to stab anybody that didn't deserve it. Some of us might deserve it. Oh. Well, I don't think you do. You all seem like nice people to me. I mean... I'm trying to not, build up an intrigue here, kid. Not not really not really nice compared... Well, probably, probably Hookshanks wouldn't have said you were nice. But, um, I didn't really like Hookshanks. He was mean. So what I'm getting here is I have to try something different to be edgy? Is that sort of what you're... Look, the whole town's pretty edgy. I think you're going to have a tough time if you're just sort of existing in a moral gray area. Uh, all right, all right. You know, I'll, perhaps I'll if you had some sort of vice, like you were you were hopelessly addicted to a drug and you were also trying to help other people get addicted to it or something like that. Or maybe maybe if you've, you've got like a long lost lover that you actually killed or something. That might be a little more Corvosa's speed, as is I think, I think you're pretty nice. Okay, okay, I'll take your feedback <laughs> under advisement. Um, Let's take this to the writer's room. Uh, Sir, uh, Siren, we'll... Siren starts literally actually making some notes in a notebook. <laughs> oh my goodness. Being edgy isn't working. <laughs> she looks up to see everyone I mean, else. I mean, just, just one room ago, you did see a guy who was beating kids over the head with a flail. And this is literally your first combat here. Yeah, yeah. Siren looks up to see... Literally everyone's staring at her um, and uh, sort of goes a little awkward, sort of uh, scratches the back of her neck. Oh, uh, if it's not obvious, I'm trying the vigilante thing. Uh, you know, uh, Blackjack's here. I'm kind of hoping to be his protege. Uh, you know, are, are, we, are we back? Are we back in character now? Or yeah, we... yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's um, uh so, you know, if any of you have feedback to uh, help improve my persona, that, that you, you can tell me later. <laughs> I want to be scarier. Okay. Um. I'm going to roll 3d20s. One for Damien, one for Lenore, and one for Ophelia. Jose, that... 
Ms. what? In that order to check to see if any of them know that Aridan is dead. Yep. All right. Well, Damien doesn't know. Lenore does know. And Ophelia does know. Um, so there will be a conversation about that later. What's the total for each of those? Um, oh, neither of them has, has knowledge religion, so I'll just add the int, int mod. Int mod, yeah. Okay, um, so Damien has a plus four to int, but he also takes a minus two to anything he doesn't have ranks in. Yeah, no, Damien straight up doesn't know much about Aridin. He's heard of Aridin. Um, you know, he knows that it's not a popular religion anymore. Yeah, it and um, not nobody in his family worshipped Aridin. He knows he knows that he knows that there have been people that worshipped Aridin. Maybe there's people that still worship Aridin. He doesn't really know. Yeah, um, Aridin is a god. Aridin Damien is a god. knows that much. All right, Lenore has a minus one to int, so that's an eighteen. Uh, and Ophelia has a plus one to int, so that's a sixteen. Uh, so an eighteen and a sixteen. Yep. With an 18, you would know that Aridin was supposed to be the god of uh, humanity and that he was supposed to usher in this great new age when he remanifested. But on the day that he was supposed to manifest uh, on the material plane again, I believe in Cheliax. Yep. Right? In Cheliax. Yeah, in Cheliax. Um, all worshippers stopped receiving spells, and it's largely accepted that he died. Yeah. Interesting. There's so, many theories. Some people say that he was fighting Rovagug or Asmodeus. Um, sorry, Asmodeus. Um, <laughs> Asmodeus, Asmodeus. 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 <laughs> um, there's lots of theories about how Aridin died, but nobody's quite sure. So having had a moment... Uh, to think while Ophelia is gleefully ripping apart straw mattresses looking for coins and or shivs. Um, Lenore will uh, sort of bend down to the kid again. Kid, who did you say told you this? Aridin. Aridin. Yeah, Aridin told me. Aridin told you. He told me, and he also told me I wasn't supposed to talk about him to anybody except for Unia and Unia's friends. Well... I don't know if we're quite friends yet, but we are working together. Yeah. Do you want to tell me anything? Oh, uh, uh, he, he talks to me sometimes. He talks to you sometimes. Yeah. So. And. Okay. He tells me things. Has he told you anything about any other future things? Mm, not really. Um. He said to be here for Unia, and that Unia would save me. All right. Unia comes over at that point. Child, do not let this woman bother you. <laughs> Just relax. Do your drawings. We will return when your master has been slain. Yeah, you see, you see the kid. The kid is drawing. Um, kind of like just a. It's it's it started to form what is roughly like a dragon. Just sort of, sort of like doodling a dragon. Kiddo! That's, that, that's real good. All right. Um, so having thoroughly looted this area um, and Siren gave Kester the shiv, uh, we are going to file back out here uh, and proceed. I believe there is a staircase over here to the left. Yeah, there is a staircase that is essentially going, uh, I believe, down 
into oh, into the, area A8. Oh. This area is sort of a loading dock. Um, the a fifteen foot wide loading dock abuts the side of the building here. A few carts sit nearby, partially loaded with large tar caked barrels marked with fish shaped splotches of red paint on the side. Double doors uh, to the immediate south of the loading docks ramp provide access to the building's interior. While a rickety flight of stairs descends 10 feet to a point just three feet over the river's surface. Oh, gosh. So where's Gatron? <laughs> All right. Um, well, while investigating the area, you could make, do, 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 I believe, a perception check. Okay. So we're going to have Unia roll first, 1d20 plus 4. Or if you're taking enough time, you can just take 20 on it. So, so you take a few minutes searching the area. Uh, you would note there is a ship moored at the back that oh. seems to have, like, by the looks of the ship, it is not seaworthy. It has been sitting here for long enough that it has almost become part of this facility. Okay. Uh, a name on the side reads Kraken's Folly. <laughs> we are going to head, head out, head down these stairs go around the building over to this dock again, and then walk over to where the ship is moored. Yeah. Um, by now, the sun has set. Um, Damien will put up dancing lights so yeah. that Siren can see. And so you, you make your way back out on the dock? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know the, that sort of around the back of this boat, there is a gangplank leaning onto it. All right. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, can I percept to see if there are any traps? Okay. I will have Lenore do that because she's in front. 18. With an 18, uh, you would note there are no traps here. All right. Um, we're going to climb up on... Onto... There do not seem to be traps here. All right. We're going to climb up uh, onto the boat um, via the gangplank. Right. So let me describe this boat for you. The rotten deck of this ancient sailing ship seems to be barely intact. Its hull is worn and thick with seaweed and barnacles. The ship is held together primarily by the layers of old rope that lash it securely to the pilings that support the fishery and the nearby boardwalk. Gross. The rickety walkway leads along the ship's starboard, a foot behind its railing. A single wooden door leading into the aft cabin bears a crude painting of a red fish on its surface. Does it look like any particular kind of fish? Do we did No, it's it's essentially like the like uh like like just uh two half circles okay. overlapped to okay. make a fish. Okay. <laughs> or like a little little rounded triangle on the back and then uh <laughs> you know fish. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Uh like, like it's some uh, sort of logo. Yeah. Or a crude drawing. All right. Like a goldfish. Like a goldfish. Okay. Well, we're not going to be stealthy about this. Lenore's going to kick the door in. Like that. <laughs> nice. Uh, Lenore's going to kick the door in. Oh, um, hold oh, on. Here. Oh, you want to get all the way up there? I will move us onto oh. the boat. Uh, Actually, as you step out onto the boat, give me a reflex save. Okay. Uh, I believe it's a reflex all save. All right. Well, Lenore went first, so we'll have Lenore make the reflex save. Um, <laughs> seven. I'm in uh, danger. Yeah. So 
So actually, as you're stepping uh, out onto the floor of the ship here, the wood gives way beneath your feet <laughs> and you fall do, 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 to this the is, floor below. This is the second time Lenore has fallen. <laughs> Take a D6 of fall damage. Uh, Three points of fall damage. <laughs> my my freaking Blood Ranger character is gonna die of freaking fall damage. <laughs> the first in the first dungeon <laughs> at level one. With Lenore having fallen through the floor here, the rest of you would be able to sort of note the safer boards. Unia. Coming from behind. Or you can climb down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, nobody in my party is particularly good at climbing except Lenore. So okay. everybody's just going to sort of come down. So safe. moving at like quarter speed, you would be safe enough to edge around toward the door, open the door. Yeah. Um, um, Unia is sort of condescendingly going to uh, hand a healing potion down to Lenore, who is going to take it. Um so that uh, that leaves one healing potion remaining, uh, and we will see how much that heals Lenore because she's hurt seven points, and that sucks nuts. Uh, six. Uh, Lenore is back up to full health. Bum bum ba da dum. Um. Okay. Can Lenore try to climb back up to where everybody else is, or is there anything of interest down here on the lower floor of the ship? Um. Good question. Let me see the lower floor of the ship. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's something interesting down here. <laughs> Is it an enemy? Yeah. <laughs> so you fall down and I would like for you to roll for initiative. Uh, Everybody? Uh, Yeah, it's probably good if everybody yeah, does. Yeah, Lenar goes, help! <laughs> as, as you... Now, just as surprised as you are. Oh, heck yeah. Lenore is a 21 to initiative right now. Oh, no, sorry. 20.03. Damien has a 15.03. Siren. <laughs> so, oh, my good golly. Um, There's spiders down here. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Um, Ophelia has a 10. Uh, I will allow one person to be through the door over here before this kicks off, because that's when the spider will attack up here as well. Okay. Uh, Unia would have made their way in. And Unia has rolled a 16. Not bad. Okay. Oh, did did uh, did Lenore roll a perception? Yes, she got an 18. Um. Yeah, let me check something real quick. Yeah. Do you have a survival? Yeah, that'll take more time. Yeah, Let's revolve. I do. Let's, I do. Well, we'll re we'll resolve that after uh, okay. we've dealt with these spiders. Okay. I actually have a rank in survival for Lenore. Now, the spiders are just as surprised by this as you guys are. So, that's good. Bad news is they rolled really well on their initiative. No! Uh, so, the spiders are going to move toward Lenore. Lenore has a 15 flat-footed AC. Uh, now, they have to be on your square to attack you. Oop. So there's one. It's going to attack. How do I attack things that are on my square? It, it's the same way as normal. Uh, miss. Let's see. The next one is also going to move onto your square. No, I hate this. This is also basically Lenore's reaction as well. Is no, I hate this. Ooh, that one's going to be a hit. 
uh, dealing one point of damage to you. And uh, I'm going to need you to make a fortitude save. Oh, fine. Okay. My character is going to die because she fell. That's how this is. Oh, no. I got a 22. Right, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> you're fine from that one's <laughs> dose of poison. And then this one's going to move on to your square as well and also attack you. No. <laughs> Gross. No, it hits. <laughs> 15 versus flat-footed, yeah? Yeah, it hits. All right, so you take one point of damage. I need to make another fourth save. Uh, and yeah, fort save. Gadron Lamb is not here, but a bunch of spiders are. Uh, fort save, right? Um, fifteen. Fifteen will. Uh, yeah, you are not quite dosed with poison on that one. <laughs> and now it is your turn. I hate it. Can I attack? Can I attack them with my pole arm? Yes. Okay. Do I take a penalty for attacking? I don't believe you do. Okay. Um. All right, I'm not going to use my Blood Rage on this. Call dang it. I have one round of Blood Rage left, and I want to use it on Cajun Lamb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 1d20 plus 4. I rolled an 18. Fauchard's crit on 18. All right. Uh, well, so confirm. Does an 18 hit a spider? Yeah, 18 fucking hits a spider. I get to crit on a spider! <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right, so that's 2d10 plus 8. I do 14 points of damage to a spider. Yeah, you fucking destroy a spider. Good. <laughs> Any you... preference on which one? No. Lenore smashes a spider, uh, and she's like, Help! Unia. Can Unia get down there? Um, yes. Yeah, I think you can. You, it's, it's just... Five, like each each square. I can of go down these stairs here. Yep, you can go down the stairs. Okay, one, two. Oh, I should probably attack the spider. Now, spider doesn't get an attack of opportunity because it doesn't have any reach. Okay, so I'll go downstairs. Oh, I know these spiders do have reach. Well, it has gone. It has five feet of reach. It has gone an initiative yet, so it, it hasn't gone an initiative, so it doesn't get an attack of opportunity. If you wanna, if you wanna try to kill it, you can. You can also. Unia's gonna head down to where Lenore is screaming because Great. they may be roommates, and uh, Unia doesn't want to leave a bad first impression. <laughs> oh. I will flank the spider with Lenore standing right here, because uh, yes. this is the only chance that Unia really has to hit anything. <laughs> yep. Um, I will use. Uh, one of my uses of channel entropy to channel smite with this attack, and so I will roll an attack. I will roll with a plus three bonus. Does a ten hit the spider? Uh, no. Does my smite go away, or is my smite still charged? I think it goes away. Okay, I will. Just let me mark. let me check. Let me check. Channel smite, right? Yep. Let me check. Channel smite text. Is it until you hit, or is it on your next attack? I don't. Uh, if you channel, um, it is but... expended with no effect. All right. Damien. Damien. Damien makes an uncomfy noise looking at the spider. Uh, and he is going to... Oh, you do need to be in the ship. Oh, Okay. Uh, Damien's uh, currently out on the gangplank, according to my map, but if you want to be in the ship, you can be. Yeah, Damien's gonna come into the ship. Um, or, I suppose he has to be here where Lenore was. 
Yeah. Uh, can he like skirt around the area that got broken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's quite clear now. Uh, essentially, you were just dealing with the uh, with the not the lack of clarity on which boards were rotted. Yeah. Okay. Damien is gonna run in here. Uh, see the spider and go uh, and um, he's going to throw a throwing card at it you note that some of the spiders are actually sort on the, on the on the floor uh, and it does appear that they are sort of standing on the puddles oh that's neat uh, does an 11 hit that does not hit dang all right this spider will rebuttal no 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 it's gonna come up and it's gonna bite you no 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 gonna try to bite you no 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 ooh 14 to hit doesn't hit fuck uh yep the spider just sort of with its little wriggly feet climbs up climbs up onto the wall and it's and it sort of goes to no 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 bite it Damien no 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 yeah, I didn't realize these guys actually do have five foot of reach, which is interesting. They got real long chelicery. Yep. They well, can do, a, they can a do, a little, do a little do a little grab so they can bring just, the uh, body uh, part into their face. Uh, this brown spider spider's body is fist size, and its long, spindly legs and oversized fangs make it appear quite fearsome. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> I normally like spiders, man. <laughs> Uh, this one is going to see Unia and be like, hi, you friend. No, no. <laughs> and it's going to attack at Unia. Oh, no, that does hit me. You take one point of damage and make a fortitude save. They also have a plus four to fort. So please roll. Okay. Crud. Uh, All right. 11. You're going to take. Oh, actually, that's going to be a save. Ah. Uh. Mmm, fucking level one save DCs. I'm just looking forward to that tasty, tasty dexterity damage at level one, man. <laughs> I would look forward to it as well. But uh, it doesn't seem that that's in the cards for me right now. It's not in the cards for you? Yep. Uh, uh, All right, Ophelia. <laughs> okay, Ophelia's going to run up. Sorry, uh, Siren. Yeah, Siren is going to run up hearing the uh, incredible number of uncomfy noises being made by Damien. Uh, and it's going to flank with the spider. Uh, it's going to flank with the... Oh, yeah, Damien, Damien, Damien has a chakram, or he has a chakram out, so uh, he can attack with that at close range, uh, like at, at melee yeah, range, yeah, so he, he threatens. Yeah. Um, is that what you have equipped, though? He, he He's throwing throwing cards with the other hand. Do you have two weapon fighting? I don't have... Mm, I think you need two weapon fighting to do that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because otherwise you have a primary hand and an offhand. And to use an offhanded weapon, you need two weapon fighting. Uh, we can say, though, that he is wielding a, he is wielding his playing cards right now. Okay. That's what he attacked with last. That makes sense. Okay. If you, now, you also wouldn't be able to spell combat if you're using two weapons. Oh, okay. Because you have to have a free hand for that. Okay. Okay. So right. that's so that's not how that worked then. Nope. Um okay. So um Damien Do you threaten with your cards though. Uh they are ranged weapons, so no. I don't well they're ranged ammunition. I don't think I no, I don't think do I threaten with them. Um uh, so you can change weapons to threaten. Alright. But you cannot use both at the same time. No, that's fair. Yeah. Uh okay. Today I learned. Yeah. Uh that's why two weapon fighting exists. Today on Curse. We realize 
the full implications of Daft never having played a ranged fighting archetype. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> making attacks of opportunity uh, and and threatening with ranged weapons is a whole feature. That's snapshot, by Whee! the way. Uh, oh, I think I may actually give him snapshot. Anyway, yeah. Uni- er, uh, Ophelia is going to try to slash at the spider that is trying to bite Damien. Great. Oh. D- do you threat? No. Oh, you threw it on a 19? <laughs> threw it on a 19 with the dueling oh, sword. Oh, darn. All right. Well, we're looking at an 18 on die here for a total of 22. All righty. Um, but go ahead and roll your damage. 1d8 minus 1. I don't get any bonus because I'm not flanking. Three points of damage. All right, you didn't quite kill it. Dang it. <laughs> not quite. Ophelia is trying not to hit Damien and ends up hitting it a little bit more gently than she wanted to. Uh, anyway, there's a spider. It's it's under Unia Square, I think. Uh, yeah, whoop. it's under Unia Square. And it's going to try to buy... Let's flip a coin. Uh, Lenar. Let's roll a D2. Lenar. Try uh, to hit Lenar. I'll try to hit the one that it wants to hit. <laughs> one is Lenore and two is Unia. Alright, it's gonna be Lenore. Alright, Lenore has a 17 to hit. Well, look at that. It's a 17 to hit. Piss. One point of damage and give me a fort save. Uh, I hate these things. Alright. Alright. Now, the good news is that they don't have dex to damage, which, you know, is saving you a lot of. Oh, shut up. They, they roll. Literally, what I roll for damage is one fifteen. D- is one d three minus three. <laughs> the, they can only ever do one point of damage in a round. That's nice. And you succeed on your fortitude save. Uh, but do you succeed on your next fortitude save? Shut Let's find up. out. Attack. Seventeen to hit. Why one do you point keep of damage. So well. I don't know. Uh, I, I am rolling on the table in front of Daft, so she can see my rolls. But yeah, that's one point of damage. Uh, and give me a fort save. Freaking brother, brother. As all these spiders just continue to bite at you. I hate this. Another fifteen. You don't. You're not poisoned. At least I'm rolling okay to make up for Lenore. all the. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna attack the spider that Unia is flanking with Lenore. I hate this. This is amazing. I love this. <laughs> it's it's really funny. And then and here we can see fifteen. As, as Rain and Daph's marriage began to fall apart. Fifteen. <laughs> let's hear your fort save. No, oh, no let's hear your attack. So attack. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Thank. God. Which one are you hitting? I'm hitting the one in between Lenore and Yudia. Okay. Oh, so uh, is that with flanking bonus? Yes. Great. Yeah, you you hit. And deal your damage. Shit. I and, rolled a two for a total uh, of six. Me, that spider is gone. Oh, good. It's not dead, technically, because it hasn't bled out, but it's a spider. The, the you other smash spiders, it with a fucking hammer. The other spiders go over and make heal checks to make yep. sure it doesn't bleed out It makes out constitution checks to, see, to stabilize itself. <laughs> no, it, it was standing on a puddle. It drowns. Okay. <laughs> Let's bring out the drowning rules. Oh, boy. Hey, at least we're not trying to grapple them. Unia. Okay, Unia is going to do something unconventional. Yep. Unia is going to channel entropy. Mm. And they are going to use selective channel to exclude one person in their line of sight <laughs> from being hit Amazing. by the channel. They're going to exclude oh. Lenore. Okay. 
So they will deal 1d6 um, damage. Now, technically, from where you are, Ophelia is also in your line of sight. Do you have the ability to exclude two people? No. Okay, so... Uh, can I move so that Ophelia is not in my line of sight? Uh, anything that breaks your line of sight going up the stairs, yes. You just five foot stepping? Yep, five foot step, channel yep. entropy. Okay. 1d6 points of damage, please roll high. <laughs> Three. <laughs> oh boy. And they make will saves? They take half. They take... One point of damage each. I am flipping off the game board. Amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm so happy. It's amazing for you. I wanted to kill a bad man and instead I am stomping spiders in I his know. basement. I know. Damien. Uh, oh, actually, do you want to describe for me what channel entropy looks like? Oh, boy. Well... It starts by it starts looking like Unia is going to channel energy. It looks like what a lot of clerics will do when they are trying to heal the people around them, um, or to destroy undead, or to destroy undead. Yeah, or you know they grab their holy symbol, they say a prayer, um, and then uh, a wave of positive energy courses out from them and hits. The, everything in sight and you know makes some people feel better and makes some zombies dead again um in unia's case it's almost like the energy that is going to come out of them curdles Ew. and instead of coming out in a nice smooth wave sort of starts clumping and arcing oh. making tendrils oh boy that reach out to the two drain spiders that's fun and sort of sort of i imagine these these tendrils sort of like reaching out and like like <laughs> like pulling a, apart yeah. at them yeah sort of start you know it, 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 it's a little bit like looking at something through a glass marble. The, yeah, there's the, like view, a distortion. the vision around them sort of distorts. Yeah. Uh, and then the tendrils fade and the spiders have taken one point of damage each. <laughs> oh boy. You know, still trying to build that connection with your god. Uh, yeah. Damien. Uh, Damien is going to use his move action to switch weapons. Right. And Damien is going to swipe his, his chakram at the spider in front of him. Now flanking with <laughs> Siren. Okay. <laughs> Natural 20. Natural 20. That spider's fucking gone. Rolling uh, to confirm. Just for the heck of it. 14. Uh, That will confirm. <laughs> Damien just going, nope, 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 nope. It slices the freaking spider in half, doing 11 points of damage to it. And then sort of slumps against the wall, breathing heavily, sweat trickling down his brow. He looks he looks at Siren and he goes, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Can we not do this, please? Good God. 11 points of damage. <laughs> I critted. And then, uh, okay, and then Damien can't move because he already used his move action to yep. swap weapons. Now we're back at the fun part. No. That's where the spiders get to attack. No. This one's going to attack at let's let's flip a coin. At least One we're not for Unia, two for 
Lenore. At least we we don't have to deal with any of them making full round attacks of multiple attacks. Attack at Lenore. Fight. 22 to hit. Yay. Jeez, frick. What the hell? Yep. That's fun. 22 to hit? Yep. 22 to hit. I'm level one. There is no way I can have an AC that high. You take one point of damage. <laughs> and give me a fort save. God. Amazing. This is this is great. I love this. I hate this. Natural frigging 20. Okay. I'm going to say you have one round of immunity to the poison at this point. You've been inoculated by now. <laughs> Ophelia. Okay, Ophelia's going to run the frick downstairs. <laughs> Just because you've made so many saves against this poison, I, I think you have a temporary immunity. <laughs> Mercy rule in, in play. All right. Ophelia's gonna run downstairs. This is so great. So, so uh, Siren runs downstairs. One, two, three, uh, four. And it's gonna flank with Yunia on this spider and stab the frick out of it. This so is amazing. 1d20 plus six. Oh, in case you wanted to know, the organization of these spiders is they can be found solitary, in a pair, or a colony of between 3 and 12. Ew. Oh, I hate uh, it. Yeah, you you definitely hit. All right, so 1d8 minus 1 plus 1d4. I think, I think you'll kill it no matter if what. If I roll badly, I didn't. <laughs> I do three points of wow. damage to it. Um, You know, I, I thought you would kill it, but uh, it's staggered. Yeah. <laughs> Level one. Level, Level one. one. Level this one is also going to try to attack uh, Lenore. They they're not smart enough to know to run away. Um, uh, yeah, it's gonna miss you, Lenore. Wow, the first spider to miss me in five attacks. I know, right? <laughs> How many rounds have we been going with this? It's 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 been like four rounds. Dude, these spiders are. These spiders are way hardier than I thought they would be. I think it's it's actually been three rounds. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought they would last one round. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, Lenore is going to attack um, the spider next to her that I think is, has been relatively unhurt thus far. I'm going to swing the faux shard. Uh, no, that's going to be a miss. Yonia. <sighs> Unia is going to attempt to hit the spider that is staggered. Unia is going to roll to confirm a crit. Oh boy. Do you kill the spider outright? This is the question that our listeners must now, know. No. Well, I do hit it. But you do hit it. You do knock it unconscious. I roll. I will roll 1d8 plus 1 damage. I do 7 points of damage. I didn't get to do any poisoning to any of you. There is still one spider left uh, alive. Okay. Damien. All right. Damien runs down the I want to poison you. Damien runs down the I want you to be poisoned so when you fight Gadrin, you'll have been poisoned. Well, Meh. I... Okay. Um, you Meh. can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. Um, okay, so Damien runs downstairs and Damien throws 
is Chakram at the spider. 15. 15 hit? Yeah, that'll hit. We can end this right frickin' now. Six points of damage. It's gone. He pins it to the wall with his blade. You just bisect a, a spider as it just falls to the ground in two pieces. Damien goes, thanks, I hate it. And the music stops. We're, didn't we come here to, like, kill a bad guy, not a bunch of spiders? Uh, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You you are you are left again with just the sound of water sloshing against the boards and a lot of the water getting in and you are sort of uh gross. Yeah. So was there an upstairs to this or is it just this? It was there was just you were on the top deck and now you're in the hold of the ship. So there's no gauger in here, just spiders. Uh so it would seem. You can give me a perception check. Yeah. Let's perceive. Or a survival check. Oh, right. You were going to have Lenore make a survival check. Uh, I will have Lenore make a survival check. She has a plus five modifier to that. 22. Uh, let me describe this this hold, actually. Uh, dark and dank. The ship's hold smells <laughs> of mildew. Several barrels, crates, and other containers lie stacked here and there. Dust and grime cover the floor, except where river water has collected in puddles. You would note footprints in the filth oh. that seem to be going in a this-way direction. Oh. Unia will hand Lenore the last healing potion. Say, please stop trying to fall into everything. Mm. And Lenore will heal 1d8 plus 1. Piss. Lenore heals 3 points of damage. <sighs> Okay, so there is a secret door here. You find yourself in the underpier. The underpier. A pier. narrow space exists under the fishery, with about three feet of room between the floor of the eastern side of the building and the languid, foamy river water below. Ew. Yeah. Uh, languid and foamy. Yep. Ugh. Uh, wooden pilings support the building. Uh, thick mats of moss and cobwebs hang from ropes and rusted chains between them. A wooden walkway floats on the river's surface, winding along the inner wall of pilings that support the building's frame above. The walkway leads from the sodden ship to the east, all the way west to a small two-and-a-half-foot square, uh, square door that leads into an understructure below the fishery's landbound half. Of course, he would be skulking in the basement. <laughs> the pilings below this understructure are densely arrayed, leaving only narrow gaps into the water below that area. Give me a perception. Alrighty. I will have the people who can see in the dark give you a perception. Uh, so that'll be Unia, Damien, and Lenore. In that order, I will just roll three d20s. Damien got a... Uh, natural 20. Uh, for a total of 21. Uh, Unia got a 10. And Lenore got a an 11. Damien got a 21. So, uh, Damien's controlling the dancing lights, yeah? Yes. So, Damien would note uh, a weird ripple on the surface of the water. And you would note there seems to be a shark fin just barely grazing the surface. It's like moving in circles in this area. Da-dun. Da-dun. 
So um, Damien is going to point out the shark, and Lenore's going to wait for it to come within 10 feet, and then she's going to stab it with her faux shard. Oh, yeah? Okay. 12 against flat-footed. It doesn't seem to be paying attention to you guys while you're on the surface. Um, 12? Yeah. Versus flat-footed. Yeah. That hits. 13 points of damage. Oh, fuck. You, uh, you, you knocked it unconscious. Yeah, it doesn't get to do anything. Mwah. Oh, hey, at least you got to have me spend three and a half rounds killing your freaking spiders. Well, it's unconscious and it sinks into the water. Oh. Maybe it will be okay. Maybe it'll come back at a later date <laughs> to declare revenge against you. Hold I, on. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to roll some checks. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to one-hit kill your sharky. You want to hit kill my sharky? I'm sorry. Um, and let's do some constitution checks to see if the shark will live. Nope. Aww. Minus one. Hey, it stabilizes. The shark will live. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws will return. Jaws will return. <laughs> gonna, gonna have you fight a shark with, like, fucking 12 levels of rogue. <laughs> Expecting to sneak attacking you. <laughs> We're gonna need a bigger boat. In hell. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So. Jaws goes to hell. So this is sort of like uh, in... You thought the river Styx was safe. Uh, so you is... were probably misguided in that regard. <laughs> um, does anybody want to make a nature check about what kind of shark it was that you stabbed through the water? <laughs> Would you like to know? <laughs> Let me see if anybody has knowledge nature. <laughs> Goodness sake. Nobody. Look, I have Nobody fucking. Has I want to tell you, there's fucking art for this fight that is some of the coolest fucking art. But now you're not going to get to see it because you killed the shark before look, I got to use it. Look, I'm just saying, you could have forgotten the spiders and buffed this encounter. I could have. <laughs> I didn't want the shark to just kill you, though. <laughs> and it also couldn't, like, bite through the floor of the boat yet. It's not, it's not that strong. It, it's, so the, the shark is not above jumping onto the pier to attack somebody who's hit it. No, the pier is above it. Huh? <laughs> well, there's a door down here. It's kept locked. But you would note, the lock seems to match the brass key that you got from the first guy. Hey. Would you like to go to the door? Yes. Okay. I'm. We're just going to uh, carefully file over uh, in a single file line, keeping an eye out for any more There's shark fins. It's a strange-sized door, which makes it somewhat awkward for medium creatures. As a result, it takes a move action for a medium creature to pass through this door unless the creature succeeds at a DC something escape artist check. While we're walking then, uh, Siren is going to say, hey, let me go through. She and Uni are going to switch places. Lenore is going to open the door and Ophelia is going to try to squeeze through. It doesn't look like anybody in my party is especially good at escape artist checks, but Ophelia is the best at it. <laughs> So, uh, we will see if she goes in 
Oh, I should I should check to see if it's dropped first. Uh, <laughs> let me check and see if it's dropped first. Uh, Lenore's right here, so she'll check. Eleven. Lenore's <laughs> like, looks fine. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, you do you do not manage to. So it's gonna take you a move action to get through. <laughs> um, All right. So, but the door you do manage to open with your key. And you are able to get through. Whoop. Actually, as the door opens, <laughs> you would hear, ah. Well, what do we have here? Your worst nightmare. Ah. <laughs> Siren. <laughs> Little awkward on the docks here. Or should I throw you back to the fish? I'm fine right where I am. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Come in, come in. Make yourselves comfortable. I didn't think I'd see you in a while. Is that a crocodile? Please, come in. Come in. Siren is going to sort of stand aside and let everybody file in. Yes, yes, bring your friends. Let's make it a party. Do you have something to say before we're gonna kill you? Well, I heard the kerfuffle you were making, the mess you were making up above. So, you all think you can come here and ruin my business? Yeah, basically. You, you're, you're abandoning these kids. I took care of them. I gave them a place to stay, food in their bellies, a bunk to sleep in. My little lambs have done very well here. The city chewed them up, and it would have spat them out into the filth. But I picked them up, and I put them to use. You think what you're offering them is better? What we're offering them is freedom. <laughs> freedom? Freedom to what? Freedom to take too much pesh? Looks not, at Damien. Not freedom to do anything. Freedom <laughs> from you. Freedom from the murky waters? Looks at Ophelia. Or the freedom to cross me and pay the price. Looks at Lenore. Your, your husband had very nice hair. You stop talking about he him screamed. right now! He screamed so well when good old Gobblegut got to him. What do you say, Gobblegut? Want some seconds? Lenore is going to uh, pull out the longbow and shoot at Gadron. Alright, roll for initiative. Natural 20 on initiative. Well, I'm going to die now. Lenore rolled a 9 total. 9.03. Uh, because I can't ever have anything nice. Um, Damien rolled. Oh, that's nice. Damien got a 20. Uh, 0.03. Lenore. Or, sorry, Unia got a 7, because of course they did. And Ophelia got a friend. Uh, got a 13.04. I'm in danger! Okay. Gadron Lamb, to start off, let's pick somebody. Let's go for Ophelia. All right. Uh, all right. He's gonna he 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 pops out a a readied crossbow, which he shoots 
Edophilia. Oh, natural one. Uh, I'm going to roll to confirm. <laughs> okay, her flat-footed AC is 14. Yeah, um, you watch as, as this crossbow, he goes to fire it, and one of the limbs just snaps, and the arrow sort of flings off at an odd angle. You're like, ah, blasted old thing. Yunia <laughs> <laughs> laughs. Truly, we are blessed by my god. Demian sort of says under his breath, isn't your god dead? Gobblegut. Sick him. And with that, he will move. And he, and he, he watches he, as he, as he's moving, he pulls out a dagger and uh, this like faintly gleaming with light. Actually, no, I think he has to stay back in the spot where he was because, because handling an animal, I think is a move action. Uh, and he sort of just motions toward Lenore. Come get some. All right. Damien. Damien is going to swift action Arcana. Uh, to increase his uh, 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 firing ammo, um, his uh, fortune teller's cards, and I can't spell combat against Gage and Lamp and get within one range increment to fire my throwing cards. Uh, so I'm going to get within 20 feet, uh, and I'm going to fire a throwing card at him. Okay, let me see the hit. 17. 17 to hit will hit. Four points of damage. All right. Um, these pillars. Yeah. Can I jump on them? Oh, yeah. Let me describe the room for you. The air in this large room is chilly and stinks of the river, thanks to a huge opening in the floor that drops away to the river shore three feet below. Several pilings emerge from the water to support the roof eight feet above the floor. So, yeah, you can you can use them as cover. Oh, okay. Uh, but I can't, mossy, I can't run across them. No. Okay. Um, you could climb them. Uh Good luck with that, though. Yeah, not feeling that. Uh, with mossy ropes slung between them, uh, the two in two places, rusty manacles hang from the ropes over the water. Two five-foot-wide walkways cross the hole to the other side of this chamber, where a collection of old cabinets, lockboxes, and piles of clutter are strewn about. Chipped porcelain plates, a cracked goblet, badly rusted silverware, an old wooden shield with a crossbow bolt embedded in it, the odd dinged helmet and other treasures litter the floor of this side of the chamber. Three tables heaped with clutter stand amid this mess. The southwest corner, a wooden door, provides access to a walled-off section. Okay. Um, uh. All right. Ophelia is going to move, and she is going to fire her crossbow. Uh, Says plus four to hit. Uh, he sort of, he sort of quickly dodges to the side and you watch as this, as this crossbow bolt sails into the wall behind him and he says <laughs> gonna have to do better than that siren alright Lenore would like to rage <gasps> yay using her last turn of blood rage Lenore will scream in grief and run 30 feet and stab at Gadrin Lamb with her polearm. Okay. 17. That'll hit. All right. Uh, total of nine points of damage. Okay. And then after this turn, her blood rage will expire and then she will be fatigued for a turn. Okay. Unia. Unia, what will they do? They will move uh, and hold out their falcata uh, protectively. With that, the crocodile has. Or actually, it's an alligator. 
Um, the, oh, the finer good. points to note. This is an alligator. So I can smile at it. Yep. Uh, it has been instructed to attack. I believe it was Lenore. Yeah. But it's an. But it. It's got so many delicious morsels. We're gonna <laughs> roll a D four. One for Lenore. Two for Damien. Three for Ophelia. Four for Unia. Two. It's gonna go for Damien. Oh no! 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 You no! Watch no. as this alligator. Uh, gobble gut. I don't like animals. Swims toward Damien and is going to try to surge out of the water and bite. No, I don't like this. Uh, and I believe that will succeed on the swim check. Let me check what the DC was. No. <laughs> no. Uh, so so you watch as as this as this alligator swims toward you and goes to like leap out of the water, but sort of comes short, having not built up enough speed, and just gnashes its teeth uh, at Damien. Oh, sweet Desna. Uh, and I imagine you're probably pushing back up against the wall or something. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Damien ah. is Damien is attempting to flatten his skinny noodle body against the wall. And he watches it sort of like gnashes its teeth and no, falls. No, no, falls no, 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 no. <laughs> Useless reptile. Uh, if you want something done right, steps up. You gotta do it yourself. You will note that as he steps towards you, there is sort of a like he is favoring one leg. But you would note the limp. Uh-huh. What is your CMD? 14. All right. You would you would you would note uh that as he takes this sort of rough step toward you, he favors the leg, but uh oh can he make 5 foot steps? Yes, he can. And he's moving like he's going to stab at you, but he quickly throws the dagger to the other hand and then stabs from that angle. Ah. What's your AC? Uh when I'm raging, my AC is 15. So, you are going to take Eight points of damage. Uh, uh, Lenore's down to five hit points because she got some temp HP from raging. Wait, hold on. This lit, this macro's broken. Hold on. Bank error in your favor. You would only take actually six points of damage. Oh, okay. Lenore is at seven hit points. Damien is going to try his darndest to spell combat. Uh, so that's an 18 to hit Gadrin with the throwing card. Um, and so that'll deal 1d4 plus 1, 4 points of ah. damage, and we're going to roll to hit with the Acid Splash. Uh, that is a 20 against touch. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. Uh, for a total splash of... I, I don't think I've ever rolled more than 1 damage on Acid Splash. <laughs> so 1 point of damage on the Acid Splash. Proud of you, Damien. Did a good job. Hit with both attacks. Very proud. Oh, look at him. He's so scared of the alligator. He watches the as the acid, like, hits him, like, right in the face. And it, like, melts off a good portion of his skin. And you just see him just scowling at you. Like, a bit of, a bit of bone starts to protrude. He's like, you useless boy. <laughs> I'll Damien, make you pay da- for that. Damien does a big old smile that is mostly fear and waves by twiddling his fingers. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Ophelia. Ophelia is going to be frustrated that he just moved too far away for her to go stab. <laughs> um, because this is, he is now, th- I, her movement speed is 30 for reference. He's 35 feet away. So, um, 
she is going to move forward a little bit, um, sort of uh, get get around Unia uh, to sort of prepare to attack next round, uh, and she's gonna fire her crossbow at him again. Show me what you got. Thirteen miss. Dang it! Come on, come on, Ophelia. Lenore. Okay. You are fatigued now. Um. What is that penalty to my... Uh, you cannot run or charge. You take a minus two penalty to strength and dex. Usually it's you rest eight hours to remove it, but I believe when, when raging, it's like you... It's like a number of rounds or something. Yeah, I think it's like a round... It's either a round or a minute. I think, per... it's, I think it's one minute with the untrained rules. She was saving that round of rage. She knew what she was getting into. So I will attack with the polearm. Um, we'll be choked up on it now. Um, plus three. Come on, miss, 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 miss. Guess oh, what I missed. that's a miss. Uh, Thank you, dice gods. I get to use my boss a little more. The uh, coruscating garish rainbow patterns on her skin fade, so they're almost invisible. Uh, and she screams, but it's it's more it's more of a, a tired sort of. Uh, and she swings her fauchard, and it goes wide. Unia is going to move can I open this door yeah as a, yeah you can you can use an action to move to uh, open the door yeah it was just to a move to get there and a move action to open the door oh, so oh, hold off okay we're just gonna roll 1d20 because they don't have any bonuses to, oh boy to throwing to throwing knives 11 miss all right um well they tried <laughs> all right and with that Gadrin Gadrin sort of like hisses at the alligator. Not that one, you idiot! This one! The big one! Uh, but it's still gonna it's still gonna roll a D2. <laughs> there's this there's this little spindly one and it keeps screaming. So it's gonna go up toward Lenore, make a swim check, and surge out of the water, hitting Lenore. Or rather rather biting at Lenore. Has Let's an AC AC of sixteen. Miss! Eight to hit. It's gonna miss. All right. You also get a nice little cover bonus for the dock itself. Uh, so it's a big old miss. With that, Gadren, he's gonna five foot step this way. Again, taking a taking a chance to try to try to. Oh, actually, no, he doesn't need to do it now because he can just. Uh, he's flanking now, and he's gonna stab at you. Great. No. 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 Well, I have good news for you. And I have bad news for you. The good news for you is that you're not going to take a ton of damage because he doesn't have a huge bonus. So 25 to hit. That'll hit. And a 25 to confirm. You've got to be farging kidding me. With his expanded crit range on the dagger of his 19, he's going to take you and deal eight points of damage to you. Okay. Uh, Lenore is unconscious and bleeding out. Okay. Damien. Sorry, I have to change a lot of my strategies right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, Damien is going to do what Damien does best, and Damien is going to attempt to blast. Spell combat. Card. Mm, that will miss. And acid splash. First touch. Yeah? Yep. All right. Versus touch will hit. Okay. Want me some damage? Three points of acid damage. Gadrin goes unconscious. What? 
Yeah. Gadrin begins to bleed out. There is still, however, an alligator. It is in the water. It has sort of been attacking people at the edge. Ophelia. Okay. Um, if Ophelia goes here, can she attack the alligator? Yes. All right. I would say that it has um, um, not total concealment, but partial concealment, so 20% mischance. Okay. Uh, I mean... <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, roll concealment. Uh, 21 or higher. 25! <laughs> really hitting that edge there. Uh, all right. Give me, give, me a, uh, give me some damage. Yeah, and I don't get any hidden strike. Three points of damage to the alligator. Lower gets to make a fort safe. <laughs> uh, constitution check. Constitution check. Okay, that's plus two. Uh, Twelve. That'll do it. Lenore is no longer bleeding out. You are out. stabilized. You, the, the blood stops pouring out. Unia. Unia uh, is... Do you have healing potions? We are all out of healing potions. Didn't you just get some? Yes! Oh, and you, oh, you used all of them already. Yes! Oh, boy. Unia is, uh, they're going to go up and coup de grace the shit out of Gator Lamb. All right. So that's a times three crit. Uh, so 3d8 plus three. Oh, boy. 21 points Yeah, he's damage. fucking dead. He, you, you watch, you, you just, uh, yeah, how do you, how do you want to do it? Oh, uh, Unia lifts up their Falcata. Uh, you know how Falcatas can kind of be used like axes? Yeah. Unia just chops his head off. All right. One slice, the head, chop. The head rolls across the floor and into the water, and you watch as the, as the alligator just really quickly gnashes at it and just chomps down. You would watch the alligator drag this piece down deep into the depths of its lair. And it would seem it's happy with its food. <laughs> would you like to feed it more? Yes. We're going to sort of move uh, uh, Lenore away from the water. Yep. And... We push Lenore in! <laughs> and Ophelia uh, is going to start dragging his body over to the edge of the pier. And look at the other two who are uh, currently conscious and just go, Any objections? Uh, David's like, ah, no, uh, frickin' do it. <laughs> uh, and Unia nods. And um, Gadron Lamb is pushed into the water to be at by his pet. And the alligator would very quickly come back up, <laughs> grab the body, and you just watch as this cloud of blood just forms in the water. <laughs> Gadron Lamb is no more. And we are out of initiative. All right. Lenore is currently unconscious. We don't currently have anything left to heal her. So uh <laughs> with a bit of time, uh, I would say it would probably take the better part of an hour for Lenore to get conscious again if you don't have any magic um, healing. No, I used the last cure light wounds. Unia can give her a temporary hit point for a round. <laughs> but well, yeah, other than that, level well, one. Let's go let's go through what we got here. Alright. So um 
<laughs> I imagine before before pushing the body into the into the water, you loot it. Yes. Yes. You find on Gadrin's body a suit of plus one padded armor, Ooh. a plus one dagger, a masterwork hand crossbow with fifteen bolts. I'm sorry, I guess fourteen. A broken masterwork hand <laughs> crossbow with fourteen bolts, a brass key. Hold on, broken. Masterwork and crossbow. You took it to a smith. You could probably get it fixed. Um, With 14 bolts. Uh, Okay. A brass key. Another brass key. And a rusty iron key. Oh. Mm. I wonder where that one goes. I wonder. Um, On the various tables and chests here, there is an assortment of just stuff. Stiff. Um, very few of the trinkets or junk on the tables are worth much. Uh, still, seven applications of foul-smelling vermin repellent Ooh. can be gathered from the table. There's a re- there are repels here. <laughs> How many is several? Uh, seven. Seven. Wow. Yes. Uh, there is a dark wood coffer worth one hundred gold. It is latched, but not locked. Mm. Inside, you would find 20 doses of shiver. Oh, Damien looks at the stuff in the box. We need to dump this. Mm. We're dumping it right now, right? Ophelia and Yunia uh, sort of look at him like, I mean, we could sell it for a lot of money, though. No. No, we're not selling this. We are getting rid of this right now. And Damien moves to dump it. And uh, Unia stays his hand. Child, what is this substance? <sighs> Damien sort of calms himself down a little bit, tries to gather his thoughts. I don't know a whole lot about it, but it's called Shiver. It's really addictive. It makes people shiver. You know, they start shaking. And Gadrin's been running this drug ring around here for, I don't know, a while now. Let's just say there are some students who aren't as careful as they should be when looking for things that are going to make them do better on their tests. Uh, you would note uh, you can you can destroy this. You can turn it over to the guards. You can uh, you can sell it. <laughs> so obviously, it doesn't seem like that's a thing that you want to do. We can turn this over to the guards, right? We're not keeping this. He he turns and uh, looks very pointedly at Siren. We are not keeping this, and we're not selling it. Okay, it was just a suggestion. Now, uh, can I do knowledge local to see if Damien knows a little bit more about Shiver than I learned from my campaign trait? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, he has a plus eight to knowledge local, so let me roll that. Or, or craft alchemy if you have that. Do um, not, but I have knowledge. 24. All right. You would know that Shiver is a, a drug that is either is it's either taken via injury or it is in, or ingested. It's 50% chance uh, to sleep for 1d4 hours. Or gain immunity to fear for 1d4 minutes. It varies. It does 1d2 con damage when you take it, whether or not you feel the effects. 
and presumably students taking it to uh, study better would either think that usually, it, the sleep has restorative effects or that they would not be anxious when yeah, taking yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's often often when circulated among students, it's presented as an as something to combat anxiety, especially during tests. It is a slight hallucinogenic drug made from the process venom of the dream spider. Dream spider. Not the spider. Are those the spiders that we killed? Uh, no, those did not seem to be dream spiders. Okay. It is generally ingested, after which the user falls into a deep slumber filled with vivid dreams. Uh, while asleep, the user generally shakes and shivers, which is where the drug earned its moniker. It is not addictive on its own, however, until it is boiled in a mixture of alcohol, water, and spider webbing. The process is quite time-consuming and difficult, requiring a competent al alchemist. Once distilled in this way, it becomes highly addictive. Alchemists continue to tinker with the recipe. Shiver addiction is generally thought to be a problem of the lower class. A single dose of shiver generally sold in a small glass vial costs around 10 gold in most places. Although demand and the level of prohibition can drive up the price to higher prices. Uh, <laughs> market price is what we say. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Desperate individuals have been known to track down dream spiders in their lairs to let themselves be intentionally bitten. A dangerous prospect. At best. Yeah. Oof. So, yeah, Damien puts that in his backpack to give to the guards uh, when they when we go and report uh, what has been done here. Okay. Um, uh, so what's over in this door? Well, funny you should ask. You know, we didn't know. <laughs> uh, you easily unlock it with the key that you just got off Gadrin's body. Yep. Uh, this foul-smelling room seems to be a combination bedroom and study. Ew. A wooden bed with a lumpy mattress stands against the east wall, while a round table heaped with dirty plates, bread crusts, stained goblets, fruit rinds, and scuttling cockroaches sits nearby. At Ew. the foot of the bed, roll initiative for cockroaches. No. <laughs> uh, at the foot of the bed sits a large, strong box. A slightly rusted lock secures it and a moldy ledger with pages rippled uh, with moisture sits atop its lid. A sagging dresser filled with moth-eaten clothes well past their glory days is in one corner. What appears to be a wooden hat box surrounded by a small cloud of flies sits atop the dresser. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> do you want to know what's in the box? No, but Ophelia does. So, what are you going for first? Are you going for the you going for the box? Uh, well, so um, let's go for the lock box first, the one okay. uh, with the rusty iron lock that presumably the rusty iron key fits into. Um, uh, yep, the rusty iron key does indeed fit into the lock box. Let me just uh, check for traps. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ophelia is going to check for traps. Uh, yep. Now, it is worth noting, Ophelia does not have trap finding. <laughs> uh, she thinks it's fine. She rolled a 10. It's fine. She opens the box. Doesn't look like anything to me. She opens the box. Okay. You open the strong box? The strong box, yeah. Yes. So. Make a reflex save. The treasures include. Oh, boy. Ready? A reflex save. A reflex save. <laughs> <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> Roll a new party. Uh, no, the treasures include a narrow teak cigar case, 
inlaid with bits of jade. Oh. Worth 25. Actually, it's probably easier if I just copy this over. A two pound gold ingot <gasps> bearing a coat of arms on it. Good gosh. I don't think I have anybody with knowledge and ability, unfortunately. Or praise. Um, I don't have anybody with a praise either. <laughs> uh, a miniature gold crown. Oh my gosh. A fist size scrimshaw carving of a kraken with garnets for eyes. Wow. A silver ring bearing the inscription for Lenore, the light of my nights. A highly realistic and highly scandalous ivory figurine of of two two entwined entwined succubi. A masterwork shuriken. An adamantine arrowhead. My gosh. A masterwork dagger with a strange blade shaped almost like a key bearing the inscription for an inspiration of a father. So these are presumably trophies from the people he has killed, at least in some respects. An abalone shell holy symbol of Shellen. It's a it's a shell. <laughs> a glass Shellen. tube. Containing a dose of oil of keen edge, an obsidian wand of magic missile, Ooh. with 23 charges remaining. <laughs> Heck yes! Uh, a crystalline vial containing a dose of silver sheen, and a bejeweled brooch with a broken clasp. Oh my gosh. Uh, the brooch appears to have uh, what looks like a house drake and an imp coiled around each other in an almost yin-yang pattern. Ah. The house drake's eye is an amethyst, while the imp's eye is an emerald. Pretty. Uh, and you said nobody has knowledge, um, nobility, to identify uh, any of the markings? I, I, I was mistaken. Unia has knowledge, nobility. Let Ooh. me roll for them. Now, I would say for anything current, might be a little difficult. Minus two penalty, or minus one penalty at least. Eh, they rolled a six for a total of nine. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you would get that the you would get that the uh, that the gold bar is bearing a Chalaxian coat of arms. Okay, and and this is a common. It, it, this is like a common kind of currency that has been in, in circulation uh, since when you were around. It's worth a hundred gold. Ophelia also has knowledge and ability. Oh, okay. Uh, it turns out this is something that I gave my party, anticipating that they would interact with other society. Uh, she rolled a 13. Okay. Yeah, so so you definitely get, of these things, the brooch seems real nice. All right, all it right. It's probably worth far more than anything else in here. Okay. You don't quite know what the deal is. You might have to take the. We might have to take this somewhere else to sort of figure out what exactly it's worth. Damien is out watching Lenore to make sure she doesn't start bleeding out or something again. Uh, notices that she's muttering in her sleep, and she has grasped a locket that she keeps around her neck. Mm-hmm. They'll probably wait until Lenore wakes up, and then they'll all head out. Um, we were also going to loot this room that we killed What's-His-Face in while he was blind and stumbling around from the color spray, because we forgot to do that earlier. Yeah. Um, well, you haven't looted everything yet. Oh my goodness, you're right. There's more stuff in here. Um, 
Gosh. Okay. So there was the strong box. There was dresser drawer full of a bunch of clothing. Are there any secret bottoms to any of those drawers? No, the clothing seems just kind of, you know, you probably couldn't even sell it like the state that it's in. That's fine. Um, you will note that the ledger seems to be written in some kind of code. Does anybody speak Verisian? Yes. Lenore speaks Verisian. Okay. Unfortunately, she's unconscious. Well, by the time she uh, oh, Damien, gets, Damien also speaks for his hand. Uh, give me a linguistics check, and uh, Lenore can uh, like we we can assume that by now Lenore would have like you guys are cataloging everything. Uh, okay. Um. Uh. Damien also knows Verizian, and he has uh, rank in linguistics, so okay. I'll have him. Yeah. Roll give me it. a linguistics check. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's 10. it's 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 encoded, so it's written in Verizian, but it's there's some kind of code to it. Merzy dotes um, and dozy dotes and little lambsy divey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is also the matter of the hat box. Oh my goodness. There's flies around it. Uh, Ophelia looks at Unia as they're digging through stuff and goes, you might want to leave the room for this one. Uh, and Unia goes, I will not. <laughs> and Ophelia is going to uh, just take the tip of her sword and lift the lid off of the hat box within the hat box you find a severed head mm. and not only that oh no not you, only that you recognize this severed head as the head of one zalara esmeranda what the, wait the fortune teller who sent you here earlier today? How long? It is, is how poorly long is preserved it? and decorated with unsightly makeup, in a crude attempt to give the dead flesh some semblance of life. Uh, you can give me a heel check if you want to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Um, hold, hold the frick on. No, no, no. Because see, because see, Damien has Death Watch. Uh, <laughs> twenty. This head has been dead for weeks. Okay, I'm definitely gonna need to have Damien use Death Watch more often. And beneath her head, oh, there is a small wooden box. Oh, I'm okay. So somebody, so somebody was either making themselves look like her, or they were animating her body. Um, what is in the box? In the box. <laughs> uh, inside, you find a deck of Harrow cards. Oh my gosh! What the frick? Um, can I have Damien make a spellcraft checked? Or a knowledge arcana check to try to figure out WTF is going on. Sure. Arcana or religion. All right. Um, well, Damien doesn't have any ranks in knowledge religion, but Damien does have a rank in knowledge arcana. Frick! Hard to tell. Hard to tell. Ah, I rolled a three. Um, also, I will need um, another knowledge, either history or local check for anybody that has it really it's related to something out there okay uh damien has knowledge history uh you uh and knowledge local we'll just have damien do a knowledge local check he has the highest modifier uh although not the best rolling okay okay total of 25 so, among these things one of the things is very notable to you there is a dagger shaped like a key bearing the inscription for an inspiration of a father yes 
The dagger is identical to one that has been used by a notorious killer <gasps> oh. who claimed over uh, over 15 dozen victims <laughs> that was... between 4690 and 4697. That was the Keylock killer. Yes. Uh, I recognize the style of bl- this is the style of blade used by the Keylock killer. Oh my gosh. Okay. What was your what was your art what was your magic that you rolled? Rolled a three for yeah. a total of eleven. <laughs> yeah, you don't really know much about the deck or anything like that. Let me um, see if anybody else has any knowledge for that. Uh now something that might make this easier for you. Oh, Uni has a knowledge a knowledge um, legend. Something that might make this a little bit easier for you. The party is now level two. And we can get into leveling and such. Uh, however, before we do, you gather all the stuff. You gather the kid. And I assume that you, what are, where are you going first? I suppose we'll be going to the guards with the shiver first. Uh, uh, there's a restaurant on the way. <laughs> if you want to go get some dinner. Uh, down the coast, there is Citadel Volshianik. Uh, that is a that is like the center of the guard. Okay. Um, you could go there to drop stuff off. What manner of guards are they? Are those hell knights? No. Okay. I don't wait. Actually, let me check. I I get leery of things called citadels. Uh, Damien would not want. This is the main garrison of the Corvosan Guard. Okay. Uh, okay. It is not. It is not where the hell knights are stationed. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. We'll we'll go there to drop off. The shiver and let the okay. guard know that Gadrin Lamb is so much alligator oh, yeah. food. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a quite notable building. Uh, to the to the south, it's about about half a mile down the shore. Yeah, and then like over a little bit. Yeah. All right. So you come back out onto the streets with the, with Kester in tow and a big old sack of stuff, mm-hmm. including a severed head. Yeah, do you have that still with you? Yeah, we'll give that to the guard as well. <laughs> so, you come out as as you're coming out uh, of the building. Oh no! You would note there was a glow in the sky. Uh oh! It's it's sort of everywhere. Oh no! Looking out, silhouetted against this glowing red sky. Oh no. You see a squadron of hippogriff riders cut through the night air, the hippogriffs screeching as they do so, flying in a V formation directly toward the castle. What? Down the street, there is a detonation. You see a flying wizard and several of their companions bombing a building, running in and pulling out potions. Uh, from some alchemist's lab that the, that this that this gang over there has has just decided that they're going to rob, and amidst all of it, you hear screams, just yells through the crowd, people shouting, "The king is dead! Long live the queen!" And then others rising in retaliation. Death to the usurper! I'll die before I bow to some West Crown bitch! And with that, we will end the session. Oh, sweet Desna, we send kids out into this. <laughs> well, well, well! That was quite an ending. We will continue 
next Tuesday as our heroes brave the city streets following the death of the king. To stay up to date, you can follow us on Twitter at to have and to roll. That's at T-O have and T-O roll. You can catch the show and other updates like character art, house rules, and other great stuff over on our Tumblr, to have and to roll.tumblr.com. And as always, if you like the show, please go ahead and give us a review on iTunes. This feedback is really important as we're getting started here, and we greatly appreciate it. That's it for this week. Now, let the silliness play us out. Lenore's just like, okay, how many days did I sleep through? Take a fucking hero point. (laughs) Oh my fucking god. Uh, I'll give you a hero point for that. But watch yourself next time. You're on thin fucking ice. (laughs) Goodness. Yeah, the thing is, I want to attack it from range. I know, I know. Um, Um, Look, we all want many things. (laughs) I want all of your characters to die and for me to be victorious.